Uh, I want to share just a real quick story, um, kind of where our life is right now, and having Elizabeth here is great. Um, I got up Monday morning, <clears throat> you know, the time changed, and we're all still reeling from that. I don't know if you do, but we got up, and we're getting ourselves ready in the bathroom, and Elizabeth goes, my Zarconian, my Zarconian, no, just wait, <laughs> she goes, my Zarkadian rhythm is off. And I'm like, I'm just barely out of the bed. And I'm like, what? Like, you are going to school and you're learning all these big words and you're coming home and you're using all these big words and I've not had a cup of coffee yet. What? You're what? Her Zarkadian rhythm. Whatever. But we have laughed about that so much. I've just called her a nerd and all kinds of stuff. We are, she and I, are, if we do the Dave Ramsey test, we're both nerds. So uh, we take that in a very positive way. Being a, being a nerd is not necessarily bad, but in that case, it was real bad that, that morning. But, you know, with her going through her uh, studies, her, her language is changing. In reality, I mean, it's really changing what she has to say, where her where her stances are, um, what, what's being poured into her and what's pouring out of her. And sometimes me and the kids will be sitting at dinner and just roll our eyes like, oh, no, here comes another one of, another one of these moments. And it's a, it's a real, she, she finds many teaching moments for us. And, <laughs> uh, but, you know, if you're walking with Christ, your language should change. What's in your heart? What, what starts, if you're really walking with Christ, then you're pouring the word in. Um, you're, you're chasing after him. You're learning about him. You're walking with him. You're walking through experiences. I had lunch with somebody this week just talking about walking with the Lord and him being with them at every turn. And you know what happens when you're walking with God, when you are really trying to walk out God's word, you start to change. Your thought process changes, your attitude changes, your, um, uh, your vocabulary changes. I don't mean into church phrasing, I mean into kingdom phrasing. There's a difference. We can talk church and we can talk Christ. They're different. They shouldn't be, but sometimes we kind of religious... Uh, religiousize ourselves, if that's a word. It's probably not, but it, anyway, I, I'm not getting the education that she's getting, and, and I'm, I use words I make up. But anyway, our, our, the things that are coming out of our mouth, our decision-making process should be changing. And what is that? That is the transforming, transforming of the mind. Our mind should be transforming into the likeness of Christ. We should be changing. If we're not changing, then we are not plugged into the right source. My dad's phone got completely soaked. It went completely dead. And if he can just make it turn on, he'll get a $100 credit. Well, we plugged it up and he left it on all night. And sure enough, it came on. If you're not plugged in, you will not come on. 
You, you want, we, so many times, and I have been here where I feel like I am, a, I am a Christian, but my life isn't changing. Well, then something's wrong. Not with heaven, not with God, with me. I should be changing. I should be going from glory to glory. I should be growing. I should be coming home with encouraging things to say over my children. Speaking good and not bad. I should be changing. You should be changing. Just like she gets up and says, has a nerdy moment in the morning, we should get up and have a Christ moment. Today is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. If I'm battling depression, He has given me the mind of Christ. I have the mind of Christ. And it's not based on how I feel. Your feelings will mask. Your feelings will mask a lie. It will, ma- it will tell you a lie, and you'll believe it. You can't listen to your feelings. You've got to know Christ. And Christ has to flow through you. Christ has to flow into you and out of you. You get up wanting to stay in the bed. Nope, get up out of bed. I will rejoice. I will rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. You get up and you don't feel like rejoicing, it doesn't matter. Rejoice. Praise God. Get up praising God and chase after Him. Get in the Word. I'm telling you, eventually you will start to change. Get in the Word. Get get your worship on. You will start to change. You cannot be connected to the vine and not change. But if you get disconnected from the vine you will not change. In fact, you will dry up and you will die. Amen? Is that a good word? All right, Colossians chapter 3. I really just kind of want to, I wanted to go ahead and read again uh, verse 1 through 8, but I'm going to skip it. We're going to jump right into verse 9. We did that last week, verse 1 through 8, and this is from the message. Again, if you, if you have been with me for the last month, we are talking in Colossians chapter 1, Colossians chapter 2, Colossians chapter 3. It is about walking with Christ. It is, if you remember from, uh, let me just go back to Colossians chapter 3 verse 1 and I'm just going to read it. So if you're serious about living this new resurrection life with Christ, act like it. Pursue the things over which Christ presides. Act like it. Get after who he is and start acting according to the word of God. Have you ever heard the expression, fake it until you make it? I don't always feel like seeking after righteousness and going after it, but that doesn't matter. What I feel like doesn't matter. I need to seek after righteousness. Sometimes I have to do it even when I don't want to do it. In fact, it's probably more times I don't want to do it than I do, but I have to do it. Act like it. All right, verse 9. Can you jump way ahead? It's probably going to be three slides, four slides ahead. If not, I can fast forward to it. There we go. Thank you. Let me just say real quick, Mikey is awesome. If you don't know Mikey Roberts, let me tell you something. You are missing out. This guy's here early. He, is, he, is, he had light problems. We had computer problems. And he worked his tail off back there trying to not bug me about it. And then he just finally said, I'm sorry, I can't get it. I can't get it. I've tried everything. I said, that's okay. Let me get back there with you. We got back in there. I didn't know what to do. We just started unplugging and plugging, and we got it. 
And Mikey's like, okay, I got it. You can go back. Go. Mikey is, we, we, did the, we did the 4th of July thing two years ago, and one of the workers there said, I have never seen anyone work as hard as Mikey Roberts. And if you've ever worked with him, you would agree. Uh, Joe back there, he's pretty good too. But no, Mikey. <laughs> no, Joe's awesome too. I don't want to get started. Here we go. Joe. Nothing like a good sound guy. Nothing like it. Nothing like it. All right. This is good scripture. <laughs> don't lie to one another. <laughs> I'm not lying. Joe's a good one. Don't lie to one another. You're done with that old life. It's like a filthy set of ill-fitting clothes you've stripped off and put in the fire. Now you're dressed in a new wardrobe. Every item of your new way of life is custom-made by the Creator. I love this, with His label on it. (laughs) All the old fashions are now obsolete. Words like Jewish and non-Jewish, religious and irreligious, insider and outsider, uncivilized and uncouth, slave and free mean nothing. From now on, everyone is defined by Christ. Everyone is included in Christ. Again, he's talking to the church. He's talking to believers. It's time to put off the old. Are you still battling with the old? You need to put it off. There are so many times that we need to be watching who our kids are hanging around with because sometimes they need to get away from certain people. I, I'm always asking my kids, some, I'm not always asking, but every now and then I ask them, are you a good influence? Not are you hanging around good influences, but what kind of influence are you? So many times we want to go judge someone else. No, stop judging the other people. Judge yourself. What kind of influence are you? Are you influencing those around you? And if you are, how are you influencing them? But we need to put off the old and take on the new. We've got a new way of walking. Again, it's, it's this thing of, are you going to walk with Christ? Then act like it. Put off the old. Put on the new. You're out of date. Put on the new. Uh, let's see, where am I? Um, the old life needs to die. Go away. You're done with it. you got new clothes with God's label on it. These old titles mean nothing. You are defined by Christ. Verse 12. So, chosen by God for this new life of love, dress in the wardrobe God picked out for you. Compassion, kindness, humility, quiet strength, discipline, be even-tempered, content with second place. I'm not sure about that one. No, I'm kidding. You know, I, I think what that means is sometimes you come in second. And you need to be able to hold yourself together. Winning is not everything. Now, we strive. We work hard. We want to be successful. But sometimes when we come in second, we need to be happy for that person that came in first. We need to support. We need to work hard. You know, not, not everything in life is all-out competition. Uh, I think the world has made life all-out competition. Um, but we need to be careful where our heart is. What it's saying here is, where is your heart when you come in second? It's a big one for me. I'm, I'm a highly competitive person. I don't lose well. Be even-tempered. For, okay. Um, quick to forgive an offense. That's a biggie. Forgive as quickly and completely as the Master forgave you. And regardless of what else you put on, wear love. It's your basic all-purpose garment. Never be without it. Now, again, this is the message, and uh, 
my dad, when I first started at Express Loop, he talked to me about dealing with the public. And if anybody here has ever worked for the public, it's not easy. It's very hard. And uh, one thing that he had said, I'm going to tell you two things he said to me. One of them was, working for the public will make you a better customer. When you've worked for the public and you go into public and let the public work for you, you will react to their mistakes differently. You'll have compassion. You'll work through it. You'll realize almost any place of business you go in, if they make a mistake, they'll make it right if you'll let them. And I certainly don't want people following me around to point out my mistakes. Judge not lest you be judged. So you go in and they mess up your order. Let them fix it. You don't have to eat it. You don't have to eat it if it's wrong. Let them fix it. You did this wrong. Will you please fix this? Of course I will. Let me take care of that for you. And we're done, rather than throwing a big fit. But uh, what he said to me when I started in small business, he said, you need to dress yourself and prepare yourself that not anything anyone can say to you can get the best of you. It's like putting on a shirt. You put on that shirt, there is nothing that anyone can say to you that you're going to lose your temper, you're going to lose your character, you're going to lose who you are. And it really stuck with me. And that's what this is saying. Put on these clo- this clothing that God has equipped you with. Um, the fruits of the Spirit. You know, when we receive Christ, we receive the fruits of the Spirit. Patience. Patience. You have patience. You have been given patience, spiritual, heavenly patience by Christ, by His Spirit. Whether you feel like you're a patient person or not, as a Christian, a real Christian, the gift of the Holy Spirit, one of them is patience. Another one is self-control, long-suffering, joy. It says to put these things on. You get up in the morning, a lot of times we want to put on bitterness and unforgiveness and frustration, and, and we walk out the door with that on. Have you ever done that? Have you ever got up and you remember everything that's wrong and you're going to go let everybody know? Why? Because you've dressed yourself accordingly. You've prepared yourself for a disaster of a day. Well, Scripture here is telling us to wear the wardrobe God has picked out for you. Compassion, kindness, humility, quiet strength, discipline, even-tempered, content, quick to forgive, quick to forgive. Can you imagine if the church was quick to forgive? I could hear crickets if crickets were... uh... It's time to walk in the power that God has given us. Do you know that walking in compassion is walking in power? Why? It's how Christ walked. Christ walked in full power. We can walk in kindness and in humility, in quiet strength and discipline. But most of all, we need to clothe ourselves with love because love goes with everything. Uh, Elizabeth makes fun of the way that I pick out my clothes. Um, I picked out a tie two weeks ago, and it looked like a clown tie. It's a big wide tie. I mean, it's not a big one of those big wide ties, but, you know, the wide ties really aren't in style anymore, and it, it did. It looked like a clown. You know, now we're kind of we're thin, and she just gives me this look like, just 
just go to bed and I'll pick up what you, you're tired. It's really what I wanted anyway. You know, she just pick it out for me. Pastor Matt once said, I'm just like Pastor Paul. My wife dresses me. I'm like, wait a minute. My wife doesn't dress me. She will pick out my clothes sometimes, but she doesn't dress me. It's a big difference. I love having you here because you laugh at my jokes. <laughs> love goes with everything. Love goes with everything. When you get up in the morning, put on love. Love for your spouse. Love for your coworkers. Love for your authorities. Love for the Lord. All right, let's keep going. Verse 15, let the peace of Christ keep you in tune with each other, in step with each other. None of this going off and doing your own thing and cultivate thankfulness. Let the word of Christ, the message, have the run of the house. Give it plenty of room in your life. Instruct one another, instruct and direct one another using good common sense. And sing, sing your hearts out to God. Let every detail in your life, words, actions, whatever, be done in the name of the Master Jesus, thanking God the Father every step of the way. Man, isn't that full of, of uh, refreshing water? Isn't that full of nutrients? Uh, peace. You know what peace does? Peace keeps you in tune. If you're a musician, there's nothing like being out of tune. There's nothing like a fellow musician being out of tune. There's nothing like a singer being out of tune. It puts a chill down your spine when they're out of tune. Not a good chill, a negative chill. Ugh, what was that? Do you remember uh, Bugs Bunny? Uh, do you remember uh, um, the Roadrunner? He put the piano out and put the music out. Uh, the, the coyote put the music out for the Roadrunner to play, and if he'd play it right, he'd blow up. Roadrunner would always get the last note wrong. And then the coyote, the stupid coyote, goes around and plays it correctly and blows up. <laughs> I love Bugs Bunny, by the way. Um, peace keeps us in tune. Leadership, listen to me. Peace keeps you in tune. Husbands and wives, peace keeps you in tune. Blessed are the peacemakers. Somebody say amen. None of this going off and doing your own thing. But look what it says next. Cultivate, no, 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 back, yeah. Whoa, 15. Cultivate thankfulness. You know what that says to me? It says I got to work on that. So many times I get up and I don't want to be thankful. I don't think I can be thankful, but I need to be thankful. Why? Because thankfulness enters you into the presence of the Lord. Thankfulness is a gate into the presence of the Lord. So it's not based on how you feel. Do you have a reason to be thankful? Yes. I will enter his courts with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in, in our heart. I will enter his courts with praise. 
I will enter his gates with thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is very important. Be thankful. I think that's what you were praying was a thanksgiving prayer tonight. Let the word of God have free run in your house. Give it room. Does the word of God have any place in your house? It's questions you need to ask yourself. Sing. Sing your heart out to God. Leave nothing in the bag. Sing your heart out. Worship the Lord. Thanking him every step of the way. Let me see. Oh, shoot. I'm out of time. Let's go quickly. Wives, understand and support your husbands by submitting to them in ways that honor the master. Husbands, go all out in love for your wives. Don't take advantage of them. Children, do what your parents tell you. This delights the master to no end. Parents, don't come down too hard on your children or you'll crush their spirits. Servants, do what you're told by earthly masters and don't just do the minimum that will get you by. Do your best. Work from the heart for your real master for God, confident that you will get paid in full when you come into your inheritance. Keep in mind always that the ultimate master you're serving is Christ. The sullen servant who does shoddy work will be held responsible. Listen to this. Being a follower of Jesus doesn't cover up bad work. I love the way that's phrased. In fact, it's just the opposite. Being a follower of Christ and doing a bad job says it puts Christ in a negative light. Don't do it. If we're a Christian, if we love the Lord, we should be doing good work. We should be honoring our authority. We should be praying for our authority. We should be supportive. We should be helping better those over us, praying for them, knowing that if we do a good job, regardless of what our boss does, knowing God will repay us the way that we deserve to be repaid. I think with these, the scripture with husbands, with wives, with children, with parents, with servants, that this is accepting kingdom authority. We learn to come under our authority, to submit, to serve, and, to, and ultimately when we submit to one another, when we submit and we serve one another, we are submitting and we are serving Christ. When we come under the authority that Christ has told us to, I believe we are coming not only under that authority, but under the authority of Christ. Do more than expected. Do your work as unto the Lord. Man, Colossians 4, verse 1. Masters, treat your servants considerably. Considerately, Be fair to them. Don't forget for a minute that you too serve a master, a God in heaven. Verse 2, pray diligently, stay alert with your eyes wide open in gratitude. Don't forget to pray for us that God will open doors for telling the mystery of Christ. Even while I'm locked up in this jail, this is Paul. Pray every time that I open my mouth, I'll be able to, I'll be able to make Christ plain as day to them. We are to pray diligently, on purpose, intentionally, keeping our eyes open for the enemy. Because I want you to know the enemy is, is working nonstop to tear you down. Break up your marriage, break up relationships, tear you away from your job, tear you away from your kids, tear you away from your church. 
Keep your eyes open. Pray diligently. Work hard. Pray for your pastor. Pray for your boss. Pray for your authority. Verse 5, I'm going to close here. Use your heads as you live and work among outsiders. Don't miss a trick. Make the most of every opportunity. Be gracious in your speech. The goal is to bring out the best in others in a conversation. Not put them down. Not cut them out. Build people up. Remember, if you have a critical word, it's to build the person up, not to tear them down. We are relationship builders, not relationship um, wreckers. Amen? Colossians has been good, hasn't it? Have you all received anything over these last four chapters? All right, stand up with me and let me pray, pray for you. Well, Father, I just want to second what Elizabeth said. We are so thankful. You are so good to us. We have it so much better than we deserve. Lord, we just thank you for our spouses. We thank you for our jobs. We thank you for our children. We thank you for our church. Lord, we thank you for our city. We thank you for our schools and all our teachers. Lord, we're just thankful for our government workers, Lord, for our nation. We are still a nation under God. We just praise you, Lord. Help us to walk according to your word. Help us to follow you, Christ, and to act like it. To put on love. To put on the fruits of the Spirit. Compassion. Patience. Quick to forgive. That we would dress ourselves in the morning with your word, with your Spirit. Lord, that we would walk out accordingly. Father, I just ask you to bless this church, bless our youth, bless our children, bless the college, Lord, bless our adults, bless this church. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Y'all have a great night.